When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Available every week on britishicehockey.co.uk. Hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And on this week's show we're going to be discussing a League and Cup double with the Solway Sharks. We're also going to be discussing the title race in the Women's Elite League with the Solihull Vixens. And we'll be discussing the playoffs in the National League with the Raiders. All of that to come on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. So hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. So later in the show we're going to be joined by Sean Easton, head coach at the Raiders as we'll be discussing the playoffs and the closing few games of the regular season in the National League and we'll be joined by Safran Allen, captain of the Solihull Vixens as they potentially close in on their third straight league title at the Midlands side. But speaking of league titles, let's go to the Solway Sharks now. And what a weekend as they secured a league and cup double. It was an epic game with Billingham over the weekend across the two legs in the North Cup final. And for reaction now to that win, as well as securing the league title as well in North 1, let's welcome back the head coach of the Solway Sharks. Here's Martin Grubb. Well, Martin, a big thank you for joining us. And, um, well, where, where should we start this interview? Let, let's start with the, the cup win, firstly. A big congratulations. But, Billingham, my goodness, what what two epic occasions these were. Five all on Friday and then going to a shootout on, on the Saturday in the second leg. Um, I mean, commiserations to Billingham, but, but what an advert. And big congratulations on securing the victory in the end. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, you know, I think... Like they say, it takes takes two good teams to make a to make a good final, and you got to give massive credit and respect to Billingham. Um, Friday night, you know, I thought we we came out and we played really well. Probably half the game, scored I think we scored four power play goals, got ourselves five one up, and and I think for our for our point of view, I think too many guys thought that the game was over, but the character that Billingham showed to claw their way back. Uh, finish obviously five five, full building. I mean Friday night on its own was a great spectacle, and then you had the the drama of Saturday, um, where we've had to show character. We're, we're behind with thirty seconds to go. We get the goalie off. We, we equalise with twenty seven seconds to go, and then go on to win the cup in a, in a shootout again in a full building. Uh, testament to both sets of players, 
I knew my team had that character. I knew the player had that. The players had that winning mentality. But yeah, it was it was a great feeling, a great final, really fitting and a real good tribute to the league in the north. But we were obviously delighted to to come out on top as somebody had to. And, I felt we deserved it over the piece. Yeah, and uh, for for those uh, who are interested, because both both games are, are, are crackers, really. Head over to Sharks TV on YouTube. I've, I've uh, before interviewing Martin, I've I've caught up with with both matches and blimey, great adverts for the league. I mean, going back to the Friday night game, like you say, five one up, and the, you know, with just over a minute left, uh, Billingham get it back to to five all remarkably. How do you pick the boys up af- after that to get them ready for for the second leg? Because um, momentum's a powerful thing in sport and it looked like Billingham definitely had momentum after that first leg. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously we were we were disappointed to, to be 5-1 up and, and finish 5-5. And we really just spoke about the fact that if, if you're in any two-legged final and you've, you've got an opportunity to go into the to the second leg, the one that, that decides the cup, 0-0, and win a hockey game to win a trophy, then we really just broke it down that way and, and, and explained that the players had seen for themselves. Everybody had seen the, the quality that Billingham had. They came in on a, on a good run before that. We we probably had taken a foot off the gas a little bit in some of the games because we had been winning games very comfortably. So it was explaining to the players that we had to buy back in to, and do what, what had made us successful to that point, do what had made us successful to the halfway point in that game, forget what had went on, forget the 5-5 five, five now, Wipe that to the back of your mind and just focus on 60, 65. Obviously, went a little bit further with the shoot, but just focus on just finding a way to win one game of hockey and, and you would get a trophy at the end of it. And, and really, that's where we, the route we went down. And as I say, you got to credit the players for, for sticking in there, showing their character, coming from behind a couple of times and uh, making sure that, that we were the ones holding a trophy at the end of the night. Yeah, great great character. I think I think I think that's a safe safe way to describe it really. I mean, um after, you know, the five all on Friday, Billingham take the lead uh, in the second leg, then it's one all, two one to the Sharks, then it becomes two two, then it becomes three two to the stars, and uh, then eventually, as you mentioned earlier, with twenty seven seconds left, Stuart Kerr pops up and uh, it's it's all square again and it goes to a shootout and then it's over to Callan Hebburn, isn't it? To uh, to do with the the heroics in in the shootout, and um, there we are with with a trophy, but not just one trophy, a, a league title as well on the same night. I mean, did you keep an eye on what was going on with the the Hawks Warriors match as well at the at the same time back in the league? I hadn't I hadn't really kept an eye on it um, end of the first period, but then end of the second period, I don't know something told me to kind of look at the phone and, and check the score, and we had we had seen actually then it had literally just finished and no more. So it, it kind of put us in a situation of do we tell the players, don't we tell the players? And Jamie and I discussed it as coaches to say, do you know what, Let, let's go in and, and make it clear that you can actually create a little bit of history for yourself and, and win two trophies in one night. So we did use that as a little bit of motivation of trying to take some of the pressure going into a tied, tied third period and a tight third period that you've done this part, you deserve now to go on and, and create a double in, in one night. And obviously the... The players, as I say, they deserve all the credit. They're the ones that go out there and, and do the work week in, week out. And In a league season, you've got to be the most consistent team and best team over the 30-odd the games. And thankfully for us, you know, we've managed to do that. So one trophy in, 
is always special. Two in the one night is even better. So, yeah, we did keep an eye on it and we, we tried to use that to fuel us a little bit. And that's interesting, isn't it? There'll, there'll be coaching manuals somewhere and, you know, all kinds of manuals in all kinds of sports telling you what you should do in those moments to, to bolster, you know, the psychological advantage and all that. And that's that's an interesting one. I mean, I'm, I'm not too sure I would have told them. But, but there we are. It worked, though, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, it obviously could have backfired and it could have got a wee bit too loose. And when when Billingham scores pretty early in that th- in that third period, you kind of start thinking, well, was, was it the right thing to do? But as I say, the mentality of this team is, yeah. is fantastic. And I knew that they would, either way, they would battle right to the end and leave nothing nothing out on there yeah. on the ice. And I like, like thankfully, that, that little bit of psychology has worked for us in this time. And, I guess the rest is history. Matt, you can write your own chapter on how to deal with those situations. Um, but obviously it's back-to-back league victories now, um, which is a, a hell of an achievement. I mean, um, what what does it mean for the club with, with two trophies still left on the table, we should add, to to have, have achieved that this season after after what was an epic year last year for the club as well? Yeah, I mean, I think, like you say, it's a fantastic achievement so far. I think, um, you know, Anybody that wins one league, one cup, it's it's a great experience at any point to do it back to back in the league. Again, just proves the quality we've got coming through. We we lost a couple of guys, we had some guys in. Some of these some of these players we've brought in are, are younger players that have never really been involved in championship winning teams. So to prove that last year and, and going in and winning three out of the four was it's kinda of no flash in the pan. Um we're we're consistent. We're building the, the club, and it's credit to everybody at the club, from you know, from the board, from the supporters, for the volunteers on our on our match nights, and obviously the players themselves. So it's um, it just shows the again, as I say, I keep going back to it. It's like that character, and and you know, just a winning mentality. That winning is great, and yeah, two of the trophies are in there. We we didn't get the North Cup last year, obviously that eluded us. Um, so to get that one's nice. I don't think we've actually won that since I think I look back 2016-17 season. So that one's nice to put in the cabinet alongside the league. But this team and this group are still hungry, so there's still two more to go, and we'll, we'll focus on doing everything we can to, to try and get them all. No good stuff. And obviously, you could have been forgiven on uh, Sunday for for taking your foot off the accelerator, but um, there you are uh, scoring nine goals past witness. Um, I mean, what was that that homecoming like on Sunday? Well, firstly, I got to pay massive credit to to Joe Coulter and his Witness Wild team and organisation. Um, they they came up on that Sunday when it's a little bit different for teams who normally come on a Saturday, and they produced the Guard of Honour right at the very beginning for the players since they'd won the league. So um, that part just shows the the class that Joe and his organisation have got there. Um, and you know, it was an open game. Two teams they came to play hockey. Well, they're they're a good hockey team, but albeit there was a few sore heads and a few fuzzy heads, the pressure was off us. So we were able to play. And my thing for the players was, you know, our, our supporters deserve a, a bit of entertainment. And they, they put a, a lot of miles and a lot of money into the club. So we wanted to sign off for that three games and three nights on a really positive note. We wanted to play attractive, entertaining hockey. We obviously wanted to try and win the game. And, you know, and, and I thought we played really, really well considering... They, uh, they did enjoy their Saturday night and I think it was great to do it on our home ice and do it in front of our own fans and kind of share that celebration at the end of a very great weekend for us. No, oh, good stuff. Um, so, as I alluded to, you know, back-to-back league wins, a cup victory, but there's four games left of the of the regular season now. 
Um, how 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 do you take to these games as as we head towards the the playoffs? Well, I mean, I think we're the we're the kind of team that we, we we go on and we do talk a lot about consistency. And I don't think we we've got it in us to just go through the motions. I think we're we're going to go out and respect our opponents and respect the league, and we're going to try and head into the postseason in the best possible form that we can be. So we're going to take it game by game as we usually do. We're going to go out to try and and win every game that that's still left. Um, there will be a few guys that will probably be able to rest some injuries here and there. We will be able to get some of the younger guys on the ice a little bit more and kind of look at what maybe one eye on, on next season a little bit as well. But yeah, I mean, I, I think for the for the club's point of view and, and from our team, we uh, we owe it to our own supporters to continue to to try and win hockey games, and really that's what we'll try and do. And I think winning breeds that success and. You don't want to go into the postseason on the back of maybe three or four bad games just because you've you've tied something up early. So we'll keep trying to be professional and, and keep doing what we do. And uh, obviously, it's looking like uh, I, th- I think it's definitely actually you'll be playing Nottingham in in that quarterfinals. Um, is that an advantage in a way that you can well both teams can can prepare now because you you know who you're going to be playing that you're going to be playing each other in that in that in that quarterfinal in the playoffs. Yeah, I think it's it's nice to, to kind of know that and tie it up and get the the game schedule sorted out and you know I, I think that the other thing is we know ahead that Nottingham are still a dangerous opponent you know Matt Bradbury's got a young team there that if you don't turn up and you don't give them the respect and, and play on that night then they can hurt you and, and they've done that just once in the past so we know who we've got we, we'll, we'll take that as it comes when it comes along um, obviously look to to win both of them because the final four is where we want to be to give ourselves a chance of that playoff trophy again. Yeah, and then and obviously the tickets on sale now. I think for the Altrincham uh, playoffs uh, event o- over that weekend in April. Um, well, this this is what you're in it for, isn't it? Though that you know moments like we've just seen at the weekend. It's it's nice doing these interviews with with coaches like yourself, uh, Martin. We had we had Ben on last week from from Streatham when when all the hard work pays off right at the end of the season. But there's, there's still plenty of hard work to go. Yeah, I mean, obviously the. As a coach and any coach in any team, that that's that's our payoff, if you like, where the success and, and the hard work uh, comes through, and you're able to share it with your team, and you're able to share it with your family because they put up a lot of sacrifices for the work that we do. So it's nice to have that success, and, and I guess get over the line as early as possible is always a nice thing. But you know, like you've said with, with Ben at Streatham, we will obviously face them in the national final and. We'll look forward to that one, and we're, and we're first to have to try and get to to Altrincham and make sure that we could try and retain that one. So there's still plenty plenty work to do, but it's exciting. This is the business end, and when the trophies are handed out, and this is as you say, this is what you play and why you coach. So as long as it's exciting for everybody. <laughs> And as long as we can give ourselves a chance to be there right at the end, then we'll be happy. Uh, but you want, uh, just uh, last question, Matty, you want a, a calmer weekend than you've just had in, in the coming weeks, that's for sure, I think. No, no more dramatic moments. So, but you, that's bound to happen, though, isn't it? So that's, that's again, what, what we're all in it for. I guess that's the drama of, of the sport, and that's why everybody loves it, where it's such a fast sport that anything can change in the, in the kind of blink of an eye. But, yeah, I think as a coach, I'd, I'd quite like to be nice and comfortable near the end of the game rather than 27 seconds to go still thinking about trying to pull it back and going all the way to the shootout and I'm pretty sure there'll be plenty of fans that would thank us for getting the job done early rather than raising the heart rates like we did last weekend but in the end yeah exciting um, and, and great for the fans and 
got to pay credit to, to both teams, especially last weekend's uh, supporters. And long may that continue for the game. Yeah, it was an epic encounter. And uh, like we said, commiserations to Billingham, but big congratulations uh, to everyone at Solway Sharks and uh, Marty Grubb. A big thank you for joining us. Uh, a big good luck in the coming matches and uh, catch up again soon. Thanks, Ben. Appreciate that. Martin Grubb there, Solway Sharks head coach, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Shortly we'll be joined by Sean Easton, head coach of the Raiders, as we discuss the playoffs in the National League. But before that, let's go to the Women's Elite League now. And the Solihull Vixens have opened up a seven-point lead up at the top of the Elite League this past week with a fantastic 8-1 victory over the team currently sitting second, the Queen Bees. And for more now on that victory and where it leaves the title race up at the top of the Elite League now, let's hear it from the captain of the Solihull Vixens and it's a big welcome back to the show to Saffron Allen. Well, Saffron, a big thank you for joining us and uh, first things first, big congratulations for that victory over the Queen Bees last week and uh, qu- quite a performance and quite a result. I mean, how, how was it? Thank you. Yeah, I mean, it was it was great. You know, they're a, they're a fantastic team and always have been for many, many years. So it's um, it's nice to get such a significant win against against a team like that. I mean, how was preparations going into that game on at, at the weekend? Because, you know, you play them again this weekend and it's it's first and second. Um, it's pretty crucial stuff towards the end of the season, isn't it? So um, how, how do you prepare for a doubleheader like this? It is, yeah. I mean, from the start of the season, in fact, pre-season, you know, as a team, we kind of came together and said, what do we want from this season? And it was a league title and a playoff title. So we've kind of been taking one game at a time. You know, every game's important. So we kind of go into every game as prepped as we can. In fact, last week wasn't the best because of the the snow. So we actually didn't train because we were hit by quite bad snow on the Wednesday evening. So in fact, preparations for last weekend weren't kind of as we'd hoped. Um, so to come out and still be raring to go. And it's much the same this weekend. You know, we, we, we go into it as as ready as we can and um, yeah, see how see how it goes. Yeah, the form heading into uh, the, the 8-1 victory was, was good. Uh, you know, you've beaten Kingston, you've beaten Bristol, uh, kept a clean sheet in both those matches as well. Obviously, that takes us to this weekend's game at, uh, at Planet Ice Solihull and it's a big one, isn't it? Because you're seven points clear up at the top. Uh, by my count, uh, there's only six games left uh, of the season, uh, the regular season. So um, it's it's a pretty big game, this one. But I'm, I'm imagining uh, Queen Bees, their, their team talk pretty much writes itself after after last weekend. Yeah, like I say, you know, they are a very, very good team and have been for many years. And I, I have no doubt that they'll come out fighting for this game and, and be as strong as ever. You know, they're not an easy team. They weren't an easy team last weekend. You know, it's um, it's one of those those games that fell right for us. Um, and there's, you know, there's been plenty of days where I've been on the other end of that. So we're in no doubt as a team, we have to turn up. It's not an, an easy game. We're not going to walk into this and win it at all. Um, every game has, has been difficult this season. Um, and like I say, much the same this weekend, we turn up ready to play and, um, yeah, and see how it goes. And, and you mentioned that determination to uh, you not just win the league again, but also to go one better this year and, and, and win, the, win the playoffs as well. And um, how tricky is it? Because you, you can't take it for granted. The playoffs is one thing, but to win a league title three times on the trot, 
the way it potentially could do this this season is is a phenomenal achievement. I mean, how 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 difficult and how determined is everyone to to achieve that? Yeah, like you say, we set out at the start of the season what we as a team wanted to achieve, and I think the group of girls that we've got at the moment, and also the staff, you know, Reg, Paul. Uh, my dad as manager like there's a lot more that goes into it than just kind of how you play on the ice you know we're in no doubt that last year you know we we won the league but didn't get the title of the the playoffs and that that did cut deep you know it's it's one of those maybe we went out complacent we we didn't turn up at the weekend um and so yeah you know tough lesson to to learn almost but we i think that that makes you more determined um we're all very much wanting both titles this year so a little bit more fight in the belly i suppose and um a bit more determination than than we had last year and it makes it more to you know strive for we 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 want the double and it's it's well within our hands but it's not it's not in our hands so we've got to still fight and turn up for every game to to achieve that because that was uh, for for listeners who are unaware. That was the remarkable thing about last season. Because it, it's not just yourselves who who might be learning lessons from last year, but it's also the Queen Bees as well. Because you both finished first and second last year, but it was actually the teams who finished third and fourth who, who made the final. <laughs> so um, that's yeah. that's goes to show you just how you know. There's always a sting in the tail. It's about learning from from those and making sure that it doesn't happen again. Absolutely, and it also shows the competitiveness of the of the teams in the league. You know, like I said before, there is no easy game. Um, if you turn up and you're not quite focused as a team and not quite ready, the other team, team will capitalise on that. Um, and that's credit to how the league is currently. You know, there is a battle in the UK and it's it's good to see. You know, we're in the league for competition, essentially. So it's nice to have that. It's not just, oh, you know, first and second will make the, make the final and that's what it will be because it absolutely doesn't work like that. Like you say, like last year was a was a prime example of that so yeah you know we've we've got six league games left to fight and then we need to turn up to to playoffs more ready than ever because anything can can happen at that weekend yes absolutely and obviously after after the queen bees um you've got the likes of of bristol you've got the queen bees again haven't you in in uh in may time and stretch them away of course um so in, important games coming up and uh just to plug the game on saturday as well i mean solihull taking on the queen bees uh like we touched upon earlier at planet ice solihull um i mean it's, it should be a cracking advert for the league shouldn't it this weekend um, and expecting a competitive game Absolutely, yeah. You know, like I say, every game in this league is competitive, but this is one of the more competitive, let's say. You know, it's um, it's going to be a very strong, quick, fast game from start to finish. And um, yeah, as many people as we can to come down and, and support us. And last question, Saffron. Obviously, the last time we spoke, it was after your international retirement and and that kind of thing, and you know all, all the interviews you had to do that, that week. And um, <laughs> thank you for joining us that week as well and, and fitting us in. Uh, but when you look at you know how much has, has gone on uh, with Solihull since that announcement, you said you were going to carry on and enjoying it. Yeah, I've been, haven't you? Really, uh, that, that's that's for sure. And uh, look, looking forward to to these final matches this season and and what's possible at the Vixens. Yeah, exactly. Like I say, I'm I'm grateful to be part of such a, a happy team and a a strong team on and off the ice. So it's nice to be part of that. You know, I haven't lost the the hockey buzz, and it's nice to be around a team that's still got that themselves. So yeah, it's been a it's, it's been great since we last spoke. And uh, like I said, I have no doubt that it will, that will continue this season and um, into the playoffs. 
Good stuff. Well, Saffron Allen, uh, captain of the Solihull Vixens, a big, big thank you for taking the time out of your day uh, to join us on this week's show. Big good luck uh, for, for the remaining games of the regular season and all the best for the playoffs as well. And uh, catch up very soon. Thank you very much. Solihull Vixens captain Saffron Allen there joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Let's go to the National League now and in particular to the Raiders. At the back end of February they secured their spot in the playoffs and last weekend were victorious over the Swindon Wildcats on Sunday by four goals to two. And let's hear more now on the mood at the Raiders as we head towards post-season and on Friday I caught up with their head coach. It's a big welcome back to the show to Sean Easton. Well, Sean, a big thank you for joining us. And, uh, well, firstly, first, big congratulations for that Sunday win over the Swindon Wildcats. Uh, what, what's the mood at the Raiders like? Um, well, ever since at the back end of February, you've, you've confirmed your, your playoff spot as well. So what, what's the mood like at, uh, at the Raiders at the moment? Yeah, we're excited at the moment. It's it's tough. Like, we've never been in this position before, right? Making playoffs early and seeing off the rest of the season before we hit the playoff games. Normally, we're still fighting now and... So it's been a big relief kind of making them playoffs nice and early. It's just now maintaining kind of a, a standard before we hit the playoff games and everything's focused towards what looks like to be a series against the Peterborough Phantoms. Yes, I mean, I'll come to, you know, what how, how the league table's shaping up and, and the upcoming fixtures because you, obviously you play Peterborough this weekend as well. Um, but obviously as a, as a head coach of the Raiders at the moment, you know, in, in the thicker things and, and still uh, competing and, and, and that side of things. But... You know, compared to you know previous seasons recently, this has been a phenomenal season for the Raiders already. So I bet you can't wait just to take a, a step back and, and reflect on that, I suppose, as well. Because, like like I said, it is it, it is a quality season thus far. It is, and it's been a long time coming. Really, it's been a, a graph trying to get us to where we are. We said from day one when we entered this league, it, it's about getting better every year, and that doesn't stop now. So we we found something that's give us mid-table success. So that the next challenge now is. Can we climb that table even higher and break that top five, break that top four? So that work started for next year already and re-recruiting the players that we want to keep and just finding out what recipes we need to be a successful team. And what's been the, the major difference, do you feel? Because obviously, you know, we could talk about, you know, players like Roberts and Gamersic and, and that kind of thing, but you've still got players like like Sylvester and Connolly who've been you know established at the Raiders now for, for a few seasons so it's kind of been an, an evolution rather than, than a revolution this season I'm going to suggest yeah so like going back on the first few years of Raiders we felt we needed a, a leader and someone that's going to drag the team through the coals and that was our Aaron Connolly we knew the local guys of Jake Sylvester and that was going to get the job done for us week in week out and it's just finding that support crew around it now and Bringing in uh, Matt Gomesick, Alex Roberts this year has really kind of uplifted us on our offensive front. People like Elliot Dewey with a, a wise head on his shoulders has been around the league, has had success. Um, a bit like Aaron Connie, really. He's, he's, he knows how to win. He knows what it takes to win. Tom Ralphs. It's the whole puzzle. Then people like Harry Gulliver, again, trying to get the local guys back into Romford. And Harry's had elite league experience. He's a top-end player. And it's trying to kind of get the resources that's around us and that's been at Romford before and that's going to make us a team to compete. You've made the playoffs now. It's a, it's a case of um, how you get to the playoffs and, and, I mean, how important are these these remaining few games of the season now for, for 
Peterborough aside, which is an individual case we'll come to, but how important is it to, to have momentum heading into the playoffs? It's, it's important to play the right way the whole way. We kind of know that we're going to play Peterborough, so we've got to find a way that's going to suit us to beat them in the playoff series. So it's not so much looking at the team we're playing this weekend, it's looking at ourselves and this is what we need to do to beat Peterborough. Like I say, it's, we've got Peterborough again Saturday, uh, tomorrow at, at Romford, so that'd be a good kind of opportunity for us to really kind of figure out what we need to do to play them, what they do, so how we counteract it. So yeah, it's, it's also time to kind of really kind of, let's get a bit of rest in. It's been a long season, bodies are aching. We'd need to rest a few guys, make sure they're fresh and ready to go for the playoffs. And Raiders have been on their own little island for a large chunk of this season. Um, and it, as that, is it beneficial now that we're, we're coming towards the end? And, and, and like you say, it's a tall ass to get to fifth. Um, you know, the, the likes of Telford and Basingstoke aren't, aren't going to catch you and overtake you to take six away from you. So is it is it kind of beneficial to have this time now of of recuperation, but also... You know, trying a few things maybe that, that ordinarily, if you were, if you were competing for a, a playoff spot, you, you wouldn't ordinarily have have chance to do. So, is, is this a beneficial period coming up now for the Raiders? Do you feel it's it's been a very good opportunity for us to kind of prepare ourselves for where we need to go? Um, like I said, it we don't need to worry now about the teams we're playing at the weekend. We don't need to worry about the results. What we got to worry about is how we want to be playing when it comes to. The games against Peterborough. Um, so it's been a great opportunity there just to be able to sit back and reflect on ourselves rather than worry about the team we're playing this weekend. Now, obviously, let's touch upon the Peterborough game. They're playing on, on Friday night in, in the cup final, we've ever heard from, from both Leeds and, and Peterborough on, on, on last week's show, and a, a big good luck to them this evening uh, in, in that first leg. But then you've obviously got them on, on Saturday, and, and like you said, I mean, there's, there's a chance you could be playing Mil- Milton Keynes in that. In that uh, in that playoff, in that first round of the playoffs, but at the moment it is looking like Peterborough. So, how important is it to put a marker down at this stage? Yeah, so I believe uh, some of the Leeds players said it in their interview because obviously Leeds played Peterborough last weekend and in the run up to their final, that last game against them for the the real event. It's a confidence game. We want to make sure we've got confidence going into playoffs. We want to make sure they know we can beat them. So, yeah, it's an important game, really, to really set your stall ready for the playoffs. And obviously, with six games left of the regular season, including Peterborough um, this weekend, we've already touched upon how important it is to, you know, um, the, the momentum side of things, but also the the recuperation and, and, and that kind of thing as well. Uh, but how, how much are you looking forward, John, to, to, to this you know, this next stage. And even, you know, even though things might be kind of settled as we head towards uh, postseason now, still this game this weekend on Saturday, it feels like a big game. So, I mean, how much are you looking forward to, to this occasion against Peterborough uh, on Saturday? And what, and what an advert for the league it's going to be. Yeah, no, we're looking forward to it. Like I said, we're, I'm missing a few players to make sure they're safe and pl- to play for the playoffs. I personally miss the playoffs because we go away with GB under 18s. So this is kind of my this is my playoff game Saturday. It's obviously I'll be watching the live stream when I'm away up in uh, Slovakia and Serbia with the GB 18, seeing how we get on and in constant contact with the team. But this is kind of my my playoff run now with the team. It's let's get the job done against them now and hopefully put them in good stead for the playoffs when I'm away. 
and, and Sean obviously will catch up ahead of that that under 18s uh, tournament as well, of course. Uh, but yeah. uh, just a, just a final question, Sean. Then as we, as we head towards um, the playoffs, oh, I, sh- I should mention as well, uh, five fifteen face off on Saturday. So uh, get yourself down to to Romford if you if you're in that neck of the woods. It should be a cracking game in, in the national league. Uh, but just a, a final question, Sean. I mean, how much as a club are you looking forward to to locking horns? And maybe going, you know, well into the playoffs in the postseason. How much are you looking forward to that challenge? Yeah, I mean, like I said, they've, they've had the better of us this year in the league league games. They're a team that we can beat. We know we can beat them. And I think we're that explosive team that come the playoffs that we can produce some magic in one-off games. And I, I do believe that we can. We've got the potential to go all the way here, and we we really are looking forward to that challenge and showing what we can do. Well, Sean Easton, uh, head coach of the Raiders, a big, big thank you for, for joining us this week. A big congratulations on making it through to the playoffs. Congratulations on that Swindon win as well on Sunday. And uh, all the best this weekend in, in these matches uh, against Peterborough and Basie Stoke on Sunday. Uh, big thanks for joining us. Thanks, Ben. Sean Easton there, head coach of the Raiders, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And that's it for this week's show. A big thank you to all my guests for joining me. Remember, for all the latest goings on from the world of British Ice Hockey, you can visit the website www.britishicehockey.co.uk. But I'm Ben, and you all make sure you all have a lovely and safe weekend. Bye-bye. Podcast Network.